five o'clock in the Southland. A live imaging Tuesday is on shit out of a cap. Oh, that was funny. In the break. You gutless. You gutless. It is time for what you need to know. How about a piece for the brick? <laughs> Jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's time for what you need to know. Yes, and that was JT that we were referring to. You always get Different. me in trouble when you do that, by the way. I do? You always get me in trouble. Because he's I'll, monitoring. I'll FaceTime because, him right now. Because then he calls me. He goes, your boy Sedano's got something nasty he wants to say to That's me? That's not true. I love him. Does I'm, he then call I worked sports? with him. Back to back. Old school Fox Sports Radio, 2004 to 2007. J, JT the Brick into Sedano. Yeah. And then he'll make a live imaging Tuesday joke on, on his serious show. Yeah. And he'll do it when he knows I'm with Cappy in the car. Cappy will like magically put the station on and be like, oh, We should have JT the Brick here. Uh, Honestly, we should bring the Brick House to 710 ESPN. Raider fans would love it. Well, wait a second. Raider fans unite tonight. I have said to you many times we should have JT on the show because he is like the No, we should have him as a host, I said. Okay, but in the meantime... Maybe on this show. Right, as a Raider. (laughs) (laughs) JT and I would be great together. I would love to work with JT. But but he's the the leader of the Raider fan base. He is. We should have him on around here. Yeah. What were we doing? I've suggested oh. that a hundred times. What you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes. New from host. We are. I think he should oh. come on at six, and we should just go three to six. Well, I've said to you many times. Then we can move Mason Ireland back, Sleewa and Travis back. But just, also you know. summer hours. Don't forget, Fridays, summer hours, six to seven, we're not supposed to be on the air. That's six not to seven true. on Fridays. Yeah, that's not true. Should hand off to the brick. That's not true. Do Raider talk. Yeah. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So a wolverine has been spotted in California for only the second confirmed time in nearly 100 years. Uh, In May, the lone wolverine was spotted on camera on two separate occasions in the Inyo National Forest in both Inyo and Mono counties, as well as a third sighting in Yosemite. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife analyzed the videos and photos and did confirm that it is an actual wolverine. Wow. It's an incredibly rare sighting in the state as wolverines tend to be primarily found in Canada and Alaska with some small populations located in the Rocky and Cascade mountain ranges. How about that? I didn't even think that wolverines were a real thing. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't know they were real. Yeah, why well, no. you didn't think you think they just like a mythical animal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, thought I thought it was from exactly from like X Men. Yeah, I thought exactly. it was like a. You I thought it was uh, what's his face? Uh, from Jack the Jack great, greatest showman, Jack, uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh yeah, Jackman, Jack, yes. human yeah. human Jackman. Yeah, yes. Hugh Jackman. Yes. <laughs> you think Michigan just made up a mythical animal yes. to be yes. there? That's yes. right. I thought wolverine was a made up thing. So you basically the Michigan unicorns is what you thought they were. The Ohio State Buckeyes are are you know the Buckeye the guy with his head. It's a poisonous nut. It's a vegetable. Sure, but he's not like, you know, he didn't Brutus. Yeah, but that's what Brutus's head is. It's a poisonous nut. I'm I sure I that. could think of I thought a... Buckeyes are poisonous? Yes. I thought you can eat mm-hmm. them in like soup. No, Buckeyes are poisonous. Really? I'm sure that there's at least there's one. There's probably some that are non-poisonous, but... Did you know Buckeyes uh, are poisonous? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Nor did I know that a wolverine was a real animal. It's a, I didn't gu- either, it's a gutless school. Lindsay anyway. didn't know. She, I blew her mind. I was like, girl, look at a wolverine. She's like, that's real? I'm like, yeah. That I'm is guess. for real. She thought it was an X-Men. Wow. You and Cappy. That's rare. It is rare. <laughs> it is I mean, rare. Well, wait till later. Wait till later when I tell you a story about what happened today to me and Laura. Okay. Wait that, till I tell you. I can't wait. That's not good radio. That's like no? 1987 radio. Oh. So either tell us exactly what time you're going to tell us. Okay. Or just tell us now. Yeah, not later. Wait till later. later. What is wait later? later? Oh, yeah. When I said, oh, okay. If I was meeting you for lunch, would I say, hey, let's meet for lunch t- today, later on? Does anybody know what that means? No, you'd say, I'll meet you at 2 o'clock. So tell people what time. Here, I'm giving you a radio lesson. Okay, thank Use this you, on your class. San Diego show. Thank you. What time are we going to talk about it? Time you guys want to talk about that. Well, should we do it at 5.15 this how about, afternoon? How we, we can do it, do it at, at 5.04. How about we Cappy. do it at 5.04? 
Well, tell us now, or do we want to do it during the producer Laura rejoin yeah, of the day? Yes, we'll do we it during the producer Laura rejoin of the day. Let me okay. just say this. So we in a little over an hour right now, it's 6.15. Laura and I today, we had a lunch. Are you teasing I'm now? I'm teasing. Okay. Time out. I just want to say, to Cappy's credit, he does have on the rundown at 5.15, tease. Laura and Cap had lunch today and controversy <laughs> ensued. But why? Here is the, that's exactly right. Go ahead. Just tell the story then. No, no, no. I want, you, I want you to do me a favor. What? As we, when we get done with this segment and we go into the next break, I want you to read the tease that I wrote right here at 5.15. And then when it comes from you, yeah. then on the other side, then I'm going to tell the story. Okay. No, it's not on the other side. It'll be an hour from now at no, 6.15. No, but we're going to do, no, no. do it at 5.15. So now we're going to do it at 5.15. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So stay all tuned. Right. So that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. So Dave McMiniman was on yesterday, as we mentioned earlier, and Cappy invited him to the Mandy's. We'll, and he's coming. We'll be looking forward to seeing Dave. Um, we, we talked about the Kyrie thing with him, but also the Anthony Davis situation. So for those who don't know, Anthony Davis has two years left on his contract, although the last year, I believe, is a player option. And he can get an extension. The Lakers can offer him an extension. Can't sign it uh, any sooner than August, but that's when the earliest it can happen. Similar to what we saw with LeBron last summer, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. August 1st or whatever it was. or I, I think LeBron's might have been a little earlier, but nonetheless. So the question is, what do you do? Do you give AD the extension? Like the full four, three, four years or whatever it's going to be beyond what he's already got, right? Um, or do you just kind of take a wait-and-see approach? Here's what Dave things could potentially happen. Certainly the, the Lakers thinking ever since they acquired Anthony Davis is it's an Anthony Davis, LeBron James combo deal. And uh, with LeBron James only under contract for sure for another year with a player option the following year and with him openly contemplating retirement at this stage of his career, uh, as great as Anthony Davis is, and I really think he's a great player. And I think he reproved himself to a lot of people outside in the basketball world, but also inside the building in El Segundo with his efforts this past year, especially coming back from that foot injury. But you just don't do it. You play out this year with him. You see where things stand with him and LeBron. You know, obviously, then you risk the second year he has left. Uh, he, he could opt out and, and leave as free agent. But I've said this many times. The best thing about the Lakers trade for Dwight Howard was not re-signing Andrew Bynum to a long-term deal <laughs> and, and not getting anything out of it. And you hope that Anthony Davis stays healthy and, and you get the best out of him next year. But I just don't think they're going to be in the position to be interested in a long-term extension for him this summer. Well, Were you surprised by that? I was, that answer now that you've had some time to kind of marinate? I was surprised that Dave was so definitive in his representation of the Lakers' position. Mm -hmm. You guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like, I don't... I, I'm almost a little surprised that Dave is, is, again, so definitive on what he knows based on who he talks to of what the Lakers' feeling is. And according to Dave, and if you, if you believe in Dave's reporting because he's so close to the team, what he's saying is... They think of Anthony Davis and LeBron James as a tandem. Correct. So there is no preparation for when LeBron's done, there will be a handoff to AD. It sounds to me like when LeBron's done, as of today, 
that's probably when we're out of the AD business. Well, unless, not, not necessarily. In, unless we see another year and he remains healthier and he makes some improvement. I mean, listen, the guy and, had a great and, year. And I would also add, if there's another person they feel like makes sense to pair him with in tandem moving forward. And and by the way, that brings me to one other thing. Right. Because McMiniman yesterday, mm-hmm. when asked on this show, which could have been aggregated in other places that I haven't seen. Right, it's been aggregated a lot. When asked yesterday about Kyrie coming to the Lakers. Yeah. Because remember, this whole conversation started with Kyrie trying to recruit LeBron to the Mavericks. Right. Then it turned into, is Anthony Davis going to get the extension? And then it kind of turned into, well, do the Lakers have interest in Kyrie? Is that for real? Here's Can, can we hear what Dave said yesterday? Do we have that, Kyrie guys? Irving, the basketball player, at, at a certain price without having to sacrifice your depth, which proved to be so vital in your trip to the Western Conference Finals. Yes, in that specific narrow lane, the Lakers have interest in Kyrie Irving. Is that a lane that is attainable? Very, very doubtful. Very, very doubtful. I agree. If you were getting Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, and you thought that he could fit, and you thought you were going to get 75 games out of the guy, and you thought you were going to get total commitment, then yeah, Kyrie Irving's a guy you want. Yeah. But if you're going to get Kyrie that has been what he's been everywhere else prior to now, then there's no chance. Yeah, you need the Cleveland version of Kyrie. With LeBron. But that was a long time ago. I mean, since then, I'm just trying to think. Boston, uh, and Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. And now Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he played every game in Dallas, pretty much. It's not about what he did. No, no, I understand. He played, but they didn't get better, did they? Uh, No, but they traded all their depth, which was kind of the problem. I know, but they yeah. were in a playoff position when they got him, and they fell out of it. Yeah. Luka they, was hurt. They couldn't defend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think that's part of it. Speaking of defense, mm. um, there's a lot of chatter today. I always love the in-between days of the NBA Finals because you get a lot more in-depth analysis. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent some time listening today to Tim Legler on the Zach Lowe podcast, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, like you should if you're a basketball fan. Because it's just, I mean, I think Legler, honestly, is arguably like the greatest like person like telestrating stuff for basketball, like explaining it to you mm-hmm. with like video. I don't think there's anybody doing it that's better, to be honest with you. And the fact that he's able to do it, he, he's kind of still doing it to you via podcast uh, in a way that's digestible, and I thought it was fantastic. But anyway, there was a lot of chatter about What's sustainable and what's not sustainable in this series? Um, in this series, you know what's been sustainable for two games? Miami's gotten really good looks from three. In game one, they did not hit those really mm-hmm. good looks. I'm talking about high-quality looks, mm-hmm. like open looks. All right, game one, they didn't hit. Game two, they did. They did. And it feels like, based on the last two months, that game one is more the outlier at the moment uh, than game two is. Okay. And they, what they were talking about on this podcast, Legler and Zach... Um, and then I saw Richard and, and Perk kind of say something similar on NBA Today today, was the way Miami grinds you offensively where they're running multiple pick and rolls like within the different sets and they're like grinding you down like, you know, in the 24-second shot clock. There could be like four seconds left and they're not panicking. They're still running their sets. And then you're kind of like, oh my God, what's going to happen? The clock's running out. They're going to shoot it. And then they get a, a shot off, right? They find that open guy, right? And... That stuff to me is sustainable. Like, there's this notion that, you know, Denver is the more talented team. Maybe. I mean, they have the best player. But are they the more talented team? They have the more recognizable names. They have guys who are in the lottery. 
But you know who has more playoff experience? Oh, that's not even close. Miami does. Yeah, it's their roster close. by a pretty big margin. Yeah. So well, I mean, you've also got one guy that's been there for twenty years. Right, but even if you take Haslam aside, mm. like the rest of those guys have been on deep playoff runs for the last several years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like. It's why I'm curious to see, like I told you yesterday, I thought Michael Malone was playing with fire with the way he handled the Game 2 loss and Mm -hmm. ripping his players, basically. Um, And I told you that after the game, you know, a couple of those players just didn't even talk to the media. They just left. This this Game 3 is going to be fascinating to me on that that front. And can Denver defend Miami's threes? Because for two games, they haven't. Yeah, I got to say, I picked Denver to win the series in five. I now... I think it's going to go further than five because I don't think Denver's going to win three straight games right now, especially two in Miami. If I had to bet, and maybe you can tell me what the lines are like, I would bet Miami tomorrow. Miami is a two-point, two-and-a-half-point underdog. Oh, no, I'd take Miami tomorrow. I think going home, sleeping in your own bed, going to your own arena, being in your own locker room, and then hitting the floor and having your fans go nuts. Um, To me, if I were going to make a bet on tomorrow night's game, I would rather take Miami tomorrow. I would rather take Denver, have this thing tied at 2-2 when it goes back to Denver, which would be next I, – I can't figure out when the next game is. Because with the, every other night, I was able to really schedule my life. You know, now it's like every three, four days. That's not good for me. Yeah, so – why is it not good for you? Because I just because I need I need more like uh, more games. Com- no, I need, closer? no, yeah, right. Like when when it was the Western Conference Finals, like Monday, Wednesday, day? Friday, Sunday. No, I I actually prefer. I actually think they should spread out the conference finals a little bit so you get better basketball. I'm not opposed to that. I'm just saying that it was easy for me to schedule. Correct. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you just look at the ESPN app; it'll tell you. I know this. Yeah. But like tomorrow night, for example. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, oh oh right, game three's tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So I I, I just think that the shooting. The looks Miami's getting are sustainable right now, at least through two games and through what we've seen through the series. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think the way you're looking at the game, to be honest, just from my own perspective, it's just like the untrained eye. I mean, just well, honestly, yeah. I, I think if anything, yeah, my eye is like perfectly trained. I don't know, man. Spolstra might not think so. Yeah, you throw him the wrong. I mean, question. he did. He actually ripped me last year for something mm-hmm. during one of those press you conferences. Deserved it. I did deserve it. I probably should have framed the question better. Yeah, terrible question by yeah. you. Maybe BSM will uh, write that tomorrow. You know what? I'll talk to my guys yeah. there. Hey, coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> coming up next, Lauren Cappy had lunch today and controversy ensued. But why? That and Jared Goff <laughs> is in the news. Next. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Junior Mafia, Cappy. Junior Mafia. Quarter after 5 p.m. in the Southland. It's a live imaging Biggie, Tuesday on Shinano and Cap. One more chance. On this day in 1995, the Notorious B.I.G. released the remix of One More Chance, featuring Faith Evans. Faith was his wife, right? Yes. Yeah. Also, happy birthday. Turns 56 years old, Paul Giamatti. Oh, Great wow. actor. Pig how Vomit. Old? How old? Pig, played Pig Vomit, was in... Uh, Ides of March, that yeah. great movie with Ryan Gosling and George yeah. Clooney. What's he, the one he's where, in Billions on Showtime. What's yeah. the movie where they go wine tasting with um, uh, up in like Santa Barbara? What's that? That's what's a that? terrible movie. What's that movie? That's a terrible movie. I don't even know the name. I don't, I don't remember. Is that called. Sideways? Yeah, yeah Sideways. That's a terrible oh. movie. No, I like Sideways. Yeah. By the way, That's I want to talk about Disneyland with producer Lindsay around 5. See, now we're going to start okay, teasing tell things me around 5.45 this afternoon. But Thank right you. now, it is time to hear about you and producer Laura's now, you've been here since 8 a.m. Lunch date. Yeah, yeah, you've been harassing everyone. Bother, walking around looking uh-huh. for people to talk to. You're doing that? Walking into meetings, and I look up, and I'm like, yeah, Cappy. He's like, hey, just checking in. Well, we're in the middle of a <laughs> meeting. <laughs> By the way, I can envision all of that, and that response exactly. Oh, just checking in. Yeah, just, hey, just here just here to be here. So what are you guys doing for lunch today? Yeah. Working? He, he did yeah. that to me, and I was like, I'm working? He was like, hey, you want to go get some lunch? Uh, would you be interested? And I was like, hey. I got I to do He asked lunch. me about lunch yesterday. I'm like, he's like, what time are you coming in tomorrow? I'm like, I don't know, 3.30? And he's so, like, oh. So no. at around, so about 12.30, 1 o'clock or yeah. so today, about 1 o'clock, yeah. um, I was going to send a text to everybody in the group saying, hey, is anybody coming in early? Anybody around? Would anybody like to have lunch? And I just didn't feel like I could handle the rejection. So I just didn't even answer. I didn't even ask the question, you know? So now I go into the office and baseball's back there and I go, yo, baseball, I'm going to go grab a couple of tacos. You want to come? She's like, nah, I got things to do. You know, I got work to do. I'm like, all right. By the way, we call her base. You call her baseball because at Lindsay Baseball is her handle on Instagram or Twitter. Some people don't always know what you mean. Well, I just refer to her by her last name now. That that's not her technical last name, but that's her 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 Instagram Instagram handle, right? And so, Twitter, right? And Twitter. So so people know that I'm calling her by her last name. Baseball. Well, if somebody was new to the show, we just yeah. want to explain it. Hey, so if you're follow new her to the show, at Lindsay Baseball. Yeah, if yeah. you're new to the show, Lindsay's name is Lindsay Baseball, and I just now call her by her last name, Baseball. Go ahead. Anyway, so I'm down uh, here at this uh, this Mexican restaurant here in in uh, LA LA Live called Sol Agave. Great spot. It's a nice spot. And I've come to like having lunch there every week because I sit there. It's just bartender. There's nobody around. There's sports all over TV. I'm kind of I'm kind of there doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. I get this text today. So guys, if I mention you on the radio today, you think you could talk knock a little off the bill for lunch? You know that's what's going through his head. Yeah. In fact, I had right, my. So in fact, I, where, I had my Laura in this conversation? Uh, okay, so then we're getting I, there. We're getting I, there. I get, I get a text from Laura. <laughs> Good lord! I get a text from Laura. She was three hours to get like, there. It's like, hey, Cap. <laughs> She's like, you, uh, you know, you, you having lunch, you, you know, you, you by yourself, yeah. what, what's going on here? Yeah. So I write her back. I go, yeah, I'm here. I'm having lunch. I'm by myself. I go, you're more than welcome to come join. Laura comes, she sits down. Mm-hmm. We wind up having a lovely conversation. Keep in mind, I'm three into four tacos by the time she gets there. Right. Yeah. I've already had a bag of chips on my own. You know, those really good frijoles that yeah. they, they, they have down there. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then Laura is, is going to order her lunch. But it's now getting a little bit later for me, and it's almost 2 o'clock, and I have a meeting at 2 o'clock that I have to go to. Oh, so you left, Laura. So, Laura, pick up the story from there, because I had already eaten. Laura's going to sit down and eat, and she, Laura tells the bartender, I'm buying lunch. I go, oh, hell to the nah. So then I was like, you order, <laughs> and then I'll buy the lunch. And then I get up, and I leave. Now, once I leave, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this lunch. Your commitment is over. Okay. You've Laura, paid for the lunch. Laura, what happened? So I stay there by myself. He did pay for lunch, by the way. He did not let me pay for Why his Why couldn't you stay lunch. there with her? 
So I'd been there from about 1 o'clock. It's almost 2 o'clock, and I had a 2 o'clock meeting that I needed to get to. And I would have been there no problem. It's just that Laura had come, and I wanted to visit with her and spend time with her. Quality time, you know? And so, but but it got to like 158. I'm like, Laura, listen, I gotta go. She's like, okay, I got you. So I wind up paying for lunch and I I and I leave. Right. And then now Laura comes back here to the office right. and then tells me what happens afterwards. What happened? I didn't, what happened? This what is happened? where the controversy ends. Well, so did you was, get billed too? No, no, no. So there was a nice couple sitting next to us, and the lady was talking about the Kila Mandala. And she was like, the bottles are so nice, blah, blah, blah. I want this. And I was like, try it. It's actually really good. Try the ex Añejo. And the guy's like, oh, we don't have it. The bartender, right? We start having a conversation. She goes, can I ask you something? And I was like, sure. Was that your date? And I was like, who? <laughs> and he's like, the guy that was sitting next to you, was he your date? And I start cracking. I mean, I was rolling. I was like, no, no, no. That's my coworker. She goes, oh, because I thought he was a jerk. He left you by yourself and didn't even ask if you wanted lunch. And he didn't even offer to pay for anything. Obviously, she doesn't know the backstory or whatever. And I said, oh, no, not my date. 100% my coworker. We work upstairs. Not my date. I have a man. Just no. I got no. a man. Yeah. What's your like, man no. got to do with me? What am I, some crabbing mate just fresh out of jail sweating you for a date? <laughs> No. Uh, I would be a little offended, Cappy, if that was really, truly what you said. It's a little mean. I mean, yes, there's the rude factor that if Cappy just left you, but listen, there's nothing wrong with Cappy. Listen, no, but she They might was... think you got a daddy thing. Okay, first of all, I didn't... <laughs> I feel like it's actually kind of rude of those people to even ask. Like, I'd be like, mind your business. No, they were actually really well, nice. Were, we but, had... But here's... And, I, and I've said this about Laura. The party shows up a lot of times when Laura shows up. So I could see them talking about Mandala, and then Laura, like... Laura's very friendly. Friendly, and then they're realizing... Also pushing okay, the product, you know. Hello. Wrong. Yeah. Laura's energy is infectious at times, mm-hmm. and they opened up. But this woman apparently felt bad for Laura. Yeah, she felt really bad thinking that Cappy just, like... Dissed you. Yeah, dissed me. Like, got up and walked out, like, uh, this date ain't working for me. See you later, girl. Yeah, and I was like, honey, that doesn't happen to me. So I, was, no. I just had to let her know that Not it wasn't like enough. that. You had to no. check her. Right. No, she was great. I mean, honestly, we had, like, an hour conversation about other stuff. Really? Great, yeah. Hail to the non They were here for the uh, Nielsen uh, conference. So just great people. We had a great conversation, but I was like, yeah, he's not my date. Not at all. Not not a diss to Cappy. Right. But I just thought it was funny because they assumed that he didn't buy me lunch, that he left me they there. They assumed what we all assume about you is that you're cheap and well, you, well, you, you want to pay for anything. But, but hold on. But I think there's a little more because here, I don't know if you guys do this. I definitely do this. Sometimes I'll be sitting with Rachel at a place. I'll be like, see that, those, that couple right there? She's like, yeah. I'm like, what's the deal with these two? What's going on with these two? What's the I don't deal? do that. What's the deal with these two? That's what these two people were doing. They were scoping mm-hmm. us out. They and were the, being you. And the girl yeah. thought that I dissed you. Right. But mm-hmm. when but when you told them that I that I was your coworker mm-hmm. and that I bought lunch anyway, the dude was like, "See, see, yeah. I told you." Yeah. You want he some, was like, do you want some you. Advil or Tylenol? Because I mean, you're you this have story a massive has like gone way too long. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go back to Anthony Davis and David. I'm just saying, like, it just felt like we're going in circles here. Like, not even. I mean, you guys asked. I answered. No, you did good. Cappy, I have a question. Him. He's talking in circles. How did that How did that make you feel, knowing that they uh, were sizing you up like that? Yeah, they were looking at us how like- How did that make you feel? They were like, check this couple out. What's with these two? Yeah, how'd that make you feel? God, he's this older guy. You had a couple. this young woman. God, what's she doing with this guy? And yeah, then, he must be a sugar daddy. Wait, and then he gets up in the <laughs> middle of the lunch, and he doesn't even buy her lunch, and he leaves? What the hell is going on here? Well, yeah. listen, as a human being, yeah. I wouldn't do that to Laura. If I said, hey, Laura, Thank meet you. me somewhere- Let's have a bite to eat. I'm in a rush, 
So either you can eat with me during the time frame, or let's just do it another time. To leave another human being... That is kind of weird. Male or female, that has nothing to do with it. It is weird. It's just not It's not something I would do. I know, but think of it like this. If my no, lunch, no, no, I don't need to lunch, think of it like that. If my I lunch mean, was 45 minutes, she came in at, at minute 40. In his defense, which I don't do often, I was the one that, you know, sprung it on him because I was at the dealership dealing with my car situation and I got here really early. Yeah. So in his defense, you know, I kind of sprung on his lunch. Do they have to fix it up because you drive like a fool? No. <laughs> it's a lemon car. It's a whole thing. Whole thing. So I've whole driven thing. with you. I drive really good. Yeah, I remember when you you hit that thing. First of all, Funch did it first. Okay, he did the illegal turn, and I just followed because you guys told me to follow Funch. Anyway, I did what I was told. Tequila right. Mandala. Speaking of them, they present Radio Tinder. Yes, That's coming, up, coming up, next. up in just a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and speaking of lemons, the Raiders may be a lemon this year. It's possible. We had Paul Gutierrez on yesterday, the OG covering the Raiders, and. I just asked him point blank because, you know, he was talking about the whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing. Jimmy may not play, right? He had that report for ESPN about Jimmy may not even play for them this year. So I'm like, all right, are we tanking or what, Paul Gutierrez? Caleb, yes or no, Paul Gutierrez? It's a quarterback-driven league. And the other thing to think about, too, is whatever quarterback you're getting, if you get guys that are still on their rookie contracts, then you can address other holes and needs throughout the rest of the roster. It's tough because they do have some shining stars throughout the roster on, on both sides of the ball, really. You did have a lot of pro bowlers from a team that only went 6-11 and 11 last year, so the talent is there. I mean, the year before, guys, they, they go to the playoffs, and they really had no business being in the playoffs after everything, all the adversity, the, the self-inflicted uh, wounds they gave themselves, and yet they won 10 games and went to the playoffs. Everything that could go right did go right. Last year, it was the exact opposite. The pendulum swung the other way. So I think they're just kind of looking for – for some something right down the middle to just go out there and play ball and see if this vision of what Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler want to put on the field actually works, not only in the division, but uh, for the future of this franchise going forward. I mean, I'd just tank if I were them. Yeah, I don't they know, play in man. the toughest division in the sport, arguably. Mm. You know, I mean, they definitely play in the toughest conference. Well, they play with a team that's the best team in, in all of the NFL. Right. In their division. Right. And the Chargers are going to be a nine-win team at the very least. In my opinion. Well, the Chargers usually kind of do that. They kind of tease you. Right, but at the very least, nine wins. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Yeah, it's not not probable. I mean, everybody will get hurt, I and mean, it's just the way it works for the Chargers. <laughs> they still won that many games last year. All right. Well, just this year, the same thing will happen. Everybody will get hurt. They won't make the playoffs. Or they'll make the playoffs, and they'll get blasted after having like a 28-point lead in the first half. 27, or whatever it was. I believe. 27. Pardon yeah. me. Yeah. Excuse me. But I, if I'm the Raiders, you can't sit here and just like try to piecemeal this thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, but on the other hand, you can't tank the season under the expectation that you're going to get the first overall pick and that Caleb Williams is going to be your guy because just what if, what if, what if, God forbid for the kid. Well, the kid gets hurt this year. You know, like... There's still Drake May. He's awesome too. Yeah, but you're saying tank to get Caleb. Right. I like Caleb more than Drake May, but the people that know this stuff about the draft think that they're both... Pretty close. All right. Well, I, if I'm the Raiders, and by the way, if I'm pretty much any team in the NFL, I'm never going to tank because what do you give me a look for? They, you, you, they don't have enough on, on – put it this way. If do you think the Indianapolis Colts tanked after Peyton Manning got hurt? How long after Peyton Manning got hurt did they get Andrew Luck? That, One year? That next season. And who played quarterback for them in that interim? Dan Orlovsky and Kerry Collins. 
Those are good quarterbacks right there, George. Yeah. Those are guys that are trying to win a Super Both Bowl. Both guys old as all hell at that point. Nah, I don't know, man. Dan Orlovsky never played. He didn't play long enough to get old. Okay. Well, Kerry Collins was definitely old. Kerry Collins, he was pretty old. He was like your age. Yeah, there. yeah, we're about the same age, Kerry yeah. Collins and I. Yeah. That's right. So, were the Colts tanking back in no question. 1999 I, or whatever I, year no, it was? No, it wasn't 99. That was when Peyton Manning. 2014 or whatever. 2010, 12? Uh, I, I think it was 12, yes. I don't remember yeah, it was if they 12. were tanking or not. It was 12. You'll have to excuse me. Yes. 11 years ago. Yes, my, they were. T- everybody, you didn't remember suck for luck? Everybody was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I remember that phrase. Okay. Yeah, I remember the phrase. Yeah. And you know who, who was the smart one? Who's that? The Colts. Really? Why? Because they got Super Bowl with Andrew Luck? No, but they got a generational talent who just happened to got hurt and just like decided to quit football. But it's not they literally went from one win to eleven wins the next season with yeah, him because you had a quarterback. But I'm just saying, if Jimmy Garoppolo, if if that, Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, yeah, let's just call him 100 percent healthy, yeah, and let's say he plays 17 games. What are the Raiders? Seven wins. Seven wins in the NFL could just as easily be ten if you get breaks along the way. Yeah, but I don't, I don't. You're not going to win, Greg Bergman. Are you in there? Is that you in there? Yes. Would you rather have the Raiders somehow get Jimmy Garoppolo healthy, or would you rather tank and try to get Caleb Williams? Tank it all the way down and get Caleb Williams. Thank you. Without a question. Yep. I, I, if you feel validated by that. He's a freaking Raider fan. So what do I care? He's been dealing with all this nonsense for his entire life. If I told you that the Raiders could win 11 games and go to the playoffs this They're year with Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not going to win 11 would games you, with would Jimmy you like Garoppolo. To have that? Would you like that, Greg? If they can make the playoffs, then yeah, obviously get into the playoffs and see what you can do. But they're not that good. They're not going to make the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo's a winner, guys. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Jimmy Garoppolo played on one of the best constructed teams in the sport in the last few years. Right, didn't have to throw the ball. Right, he's not playing with that with the Raiders. No, but he is going back to the offense that he knew at the beginning of his career. Yeah. With the coach Jimmy that he Jimmy Garoppolo had. is not able to throw the deep ball, and that's what everybody's always been able to say is the problem. And what do you need with Devontae Adams? You got to throw, throw the, deep, the ball. deep ball. Yeah, although there was that one deep ball that he threw in the Super Bowl that he missed that would have won the Super Bowl had he, but he made missed. It. But he missed it. Yeah. Maybe he's worked on his deep balls. I think Greg's right. I think that's I think you're kind of doing Greg's point right. Maybe there. maybe he's worked on his deep balls. You ever think about that? You know what? By now. How about you work on your deep balls? All right. Coming up next. I'm always working on them. Radio Tinder. Award winning in 2 minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, sex in the city. Apparently, we just did it oh, recently. But, you know, sometimes that happens. Radio Tinder time around 530 in the Southland. We like to play a TV theme for Radio Tinder. On this day in 1998, Sex in the City premiered on HBO. Excellent show. I still watch I it occasionally it. on Oh, yeah, because I did the Mr. Big bit. Um, and ex- the Cohiba cigars. Wait, one of your girlfriends? One of your girlfriends calls you Mr. Big, is no, that right? way back when, way back when. Uh, because of the Cohibas. Uh-huh. And I wore suits. Excellent show. It is one of the best written shows I've ever seen on HBO. Agreed. And oh, it's really? coming back. On it's HBO? Back. Yeah. yeah, soon. It's back. There's another season. And guess what? Samantha's back. Kim oh, Cattrall's girl. Yeah. Not Kim well, Cattrall. I Cattrall, like her because yeah. she's kind of like... Uh, dirty. Is yeah, what she's dirty. Yes. She's like, she's no, like a guy. Say it like she's that. like a guy. You know I, I mean? love her character. Yeah. And she's I like what you would be. Right. And I no, 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 no. What do you mean? No, 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 no. No, because that's me. And you're tainting it if you're saying it's Cappy. Wait, you're Samantha? Yes. 
I, I, I like Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, have you Parker. watched Late Night with Laura on Instagram? I have indeed. Have you? I'm scared yeah. to watch it. I'm scared. I have like those friend groups. They're like, I'm the Samantha. No, I'm the Samantha. You're the Charlotte. You're this. You're that. It's so funny. <laughs> no, my friends knew who they were. We were never fighting. I'm the Samantha. Everyone you can follow her at Samantha. Lindsay Base. You can follow I her at, being Samantha. at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Yes. Now, Tequila Mandala on Saturday night, four nights away from the Mandy Awards, they are presenting the Best Segment Award, which is the award where Radio Tinder won last year. Mm-hmm. Will it repeat? Of course, thanks to our friends Craig and Kirk Cartosian, they'll come up on stage with Shidano to hand out the Best Segment Award, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. And of course, demand the extraordinary Tequila Mandala. Uh, I love Craig and Kirk Cartosian. Those are my guys. Great guys. Which is the guy from Oaxaca? <laughs> you know, here's the Jalisco. Thing. Oh, Oaxaca Jalisco. is something hold on, hold on, else. Oh, sorry, it's my completely bad. Different here's the thing. Part. We do these reads. You know how this works. Yeah. So that we can send them to them and yeah. say, thank you so much for your support. Yeah. And now we've got to edit it. Seriously, Cap. Why? Because you screwed up a city? No, I didn't screw up a city. You You did. did. So what's that? But who cares? It's like saying like from someone that is from LA, like, oh, you're You're from from New York. Or Texas or something. Wait, so if you're from Jalisco. Yes. Yes. And somebody thinks you're from Oaxaca. It's not. No, don't go there. No, 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 no. Don't go there because people get mad and it's a whole thing with Oaxaca. So I'm not even going to Oh, it's a Oaxaca thing. That's radio Tinder. It's not. But you don't want to (sighs) just... Just take it away, producer. One of the most notable happenings at Apple's keynote event yesterday is that they're going to keep its autocorrect feature from annoyingly correcting one of the most common expletives. No more ducking. (laughs) Apple's chief of software said that Apple's new iOS keyboard will learn your habits over time, fixing words that you frequently misspell and leaving words alone that you intentionally wrote, like ducking. It will also use AI to better predict your next word and provide improved autofill suggestions. Is this a good thing for you, specifically, George? Swipe left or swipe right? Yeah, I hate when it writes ducking because I know what I want to write and it keeps, you know, making me write ducking. It's like, come on, just let me be an adult and let me write what I want to write. So you're a victim to the ducking autocorrect quite often. All the time. Okay. Who isn't? Yeah. That's why I'm asking you guys. Are you? Are you those people? You're those guys? Swipe right, yes. All you guys? You too, Chris? I don't write a lot of expletives. Well, that's not true. You guys all know I do. But I try not to, and then I end up doing it. I think my phone doesn't do ducking anymore. But why do I not? I I sort of have this weird thing that I feel I should not curse on social media. No, definitely definitely not. And yet I I curse a lot in texting. I curse a lot in emailing. I curse a lot in real language. But it's different because it's like... You're you're in an intimate setting in theory in that scenario. I know, but I publicly use the F word all the time. Except on radio. Right. So so why can't I use the F word or the S word or because anything? Because you're else? representing companies on Yeah, you have a badge now from us. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And an email. Which yeah. I haven't been able to set up yet. Shocking. Can anybody help me? You're just a bad Continue, guy. Lindsay. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> can't set up an email. You're a bad guy. You're a you're actually a bad person. Thanks for the three boxes of golf balls. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, what's next? Braves manager Brian Snitker confirmed that outfielder Marcel Ozuna was benched in Sunday's win over the Diamondbacks after an embarrassing sequence in which he was caught gawking at his 415-foot mammoth hit, resulting in only a single. Ozuna apparently believed that he had hit a home run, so he stood at the plate and watched the ball sail to the outfield, only to bounce off the wall. So it was then when he decided, oh, better start running, and he barely made it to first base on time. Would you do the same thing if you were his manager? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? 
Um, I'm kind of old school like that. And if you're going to stand there and you're going to look at your work and the ball doesn't go out, and now what should be a double is just barely a single, um, yeah, I'd like to be able to send a message to my club and go, be yo. like, yo, you got to leg that one out. Like, guys, yeah, this, this isn't going to work for us. You know, I mean, how about like maximum effort at all times, 110%. You put the ball in play, you haul ass down to first base. If it goes out, slow down, take your time. But if it doesn't, you better get to second, Jack. You hear that? Who's Jack? You hear the way I use the word Jack right mm-hmm. there? You use it at the end of a sentence like that when you're trying to make a point. What do you say, George? I'm with you except for the whole Jack part. Oh, yeah. You're off Jack. I, I would not throw in a Jack at the end gratuitously. You wouldn't? <laughs> yes. I'm not a gratuitous jacker. Okay. Yes. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Although yesterday you did tell us about some cracker that you like, a nip or something. I'm a big fan of the nip. Oh, the cheese nips? Yeah, they're delicious. Ah, but this is a funny bit, actually. Yeah. I love a good nip. We're a Cheez-It family. Going way back, my father is mm-hmm. a big Cheez-It guy. Yeah. Mucho? Mucho is a big Cheez-It guy. And we were working at a radio station, and a, a friend of ours, Paul, Paul Mahler, was a great producer. Shout out Walked to Paul. Walked in. With a box of cheese nips. Mm-hmm. And my dad like threw the box at him because he said, Cheese nips aren't cheese its. I only want cheese its. Paul never made that mistake again. All right. This, this whole combo started because when we were talking about how they had phased out the cheese it bowl and replaced it with the Pop Tarts bowl, yeah. I said, I actually prefer cheese nips over cheese its. And then George said he's a big nip guy. I don't understand cheese nips. I've never, I haven't seen them in years, right? Yeah, I mean, oh, they still sell them. They still go to the grocery store. Really? Thought yeah. you were going to bring but some it, in today. At Costco, you can get that big box of cheese. It's so good. You should have done that. Prime pizza for everybody. Yeah, Where's prime the pizza? pizza? Really? From uh, Little Tokyo, prime pizza location. What a great pizza! Amazing pizza. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring Cap, one in here for us. You should have gone to the grocery store to buy them when you had all that extra time walking around here today. Yeah, I did walk the streets for quite some time. Ooh, you walked them streets. Oh, dog! You had to see me last night. Last night when I got back to LA Live, about 10.30, I parked my car and I was walking my walking over to the East Central Hotel and I got my big old fanny pack on in front of me, which kind of intimates to people on the streets, like, don't mess with that guy because I don't know what's in that fanny pack. That's not true. That is true. <laughs> or that you got product to move. <laughs> that, now that, yes. <laughs> All right, what's next, Lindsay? All right, so this one comes from my favorite Reddit forum, Am I the A-Hole? Mm-hmm. Where a guy explains that he has a three-year-old German Shepherd who is the sweetest dog ever in the world. She's very cuddly and loving when she's gotten used to you. But, you know, she was abused as a puppy, so she has a little bit of separation anxiety and sometimes kind of snaps at people. So his brother invited him to his birthday party and he asked, well, can I bring my dog because I take my dog everywhere? And his brother said, no, you cannot bring the dog because I'm not so sure about that dog. And so the guy wants to know. Is he the a-hole for not attending his brother's birthday party because he can't bring his dog? Um, is he the a-hole? His brother's not the a-hole. If oh. he doesn't want the dog there because the dog snaps at people, and I understand all the stuff you've just laid out, but that's a liability problem. So I don't have an issue with the brother, the one who's having the birthday. So I guess in, if there has to be someone who's the a-hole here, it's the guy with the dog, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's very definitive. The guy with the dog who does not go to his brother's birthday party because he can't take a dog that bites people. If you don't go to your brother's birthday party... No, he didn't party, say it bites people. He just said sometimes it snaps at people. Snaps you know. at people. Okay, listen. It's still uh, dangerous. Li- listen, uh, Lindsay, my dog snaps at people. This past weekend, I had, I had to take my dog to get like a full-on car wash, okay? Like, like I give my dog a bath 
But this was not a bath. This guy needed his teeth, his gums, his yeah. butt. Yeah. The whole thing. He needed like yeah, ex- the whole what thing. What do they call it? Expressing the anal glands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't want to say anal glands because that, no, that whole medical phrase term. makes me want to throw up. It's a medical but term. But yeah, the dog had an anal gland issue, yeah. right? So <laughs> so anyway, I take the dog. They're going to do the teeth. They're going to do the, you know, the yeah, fur. Yeah, the teeth are important right, for the dog. The yeah. whole gland issue. And you for that matter. And I take the dog in. And I'm holding on to this dog on a leash because I know that this dog will bark at other dogs, might jump on other dogs, might nip at people, you know. The dog was so well behaved, but he was nervous as hell. And he was having this anxiety as I was leaving. So to me- That's odd because most people like you when you leave. Not the dog, though. (laughs) Not the dog, but that's interesting. Interesting point. Not the dog, though. Smart guy. Uh so, so the guy who doesn't go to his brother's birthday because the brother doesn't want the dog there, yes, you are the a-hole. Yeah, find a dog sitter. Okay. Leave the dog by himself. Or just find a dog sitter. Like if, It's hard to find a dog sitter. It really that. is. It really is. Is it? It is. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's apps for that. I know, but it's like yeah, you but trust you know these what? people. I had, a bad, I had a bad experience with the apps that I thought that I had a dog sitter from Yover, Rover who had like 155 star reviews. Turned out that like she was lying to everybody, and she had like this underground doggy daycare going where they weren't supervised, and one dog attacked the other one, almost killed it. It was bad. One of my uh, lady friends will be there at the Mandy Awards, and she owns a dog business, like they a dog hotel or whatever, mm-hmm. and people take them there during the day. But she also does like teaching and lessons and stuff. You got to find a credible. Yeah, business. you got to find credible, cre- credible, credible. Like, that's got a real storefront. Yeah, like she has a storefront in Long Beach. Right. Like I used when we had dogs, and when we lived in Miami, we had dogs. Um, we had a, a guy with a storefront, right? Like a guy who was a trainer, had the whole deal. Like, yeah. Can I bring my dog to your friend to do the anal gland thing? <laughs> no, that they just do that at the vet. Oh. You don't just have that She's done She's not the a vet. vet. Yeah, no, this was not an event, George. No, but the vet, like, my, She'll give it a bath, my but own veterinary place used to have that. They used to clean, wash the dogs for you. They do the express, the anal glands. They do the teeth stuff. No, That's usually this, done at the vet. Yeah, but this is like at a place where they wash your dog and they give the dog like a doggy a colonic. Groomer? A groomer. Yeah. I mean, no, she probably, a groomer. I think she does grooming. She it's has called groomers. dirty dogs. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, so they're grooming your dog. dog. If they wash your dog, it's a groomer. Oh, cat. that's grooming. No, I thought cutting was the grooming. No, my no. dog. You take him to the groomer and you yeah. just give him a bath. All everything right. they do, everything. Yeah. All right, that is Radio Tinder, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila. Made with the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Of course, award-winning tequila for an award-winning segment. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy, you and I. Yeah. Your boy. Mm. You became like his big fan. Who that? Of like the Detroit Lions last year because of hard knocks. Yeah, I love Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell is writing checks that I don't know if Jared Goff can cash. Mm. Okay? We'll tell you what he said about Jared Goff next. Quarter in front of 6 p.m. in the Southland, a live imaging Tuesday with Shen Adam and Cap. It is National Drive-In Movie Day, and on this day in 1987, the number one hit, Kim Wilde. Of course, the remake of the big Diana Ross and Supreme song. Cappy, you keep Come me on. hanging on, Jack. Why don't you, babe? Too bad producer uh. Lindsay wasn't in there when I hit the post. I know she likes it when I hit the post like that. Ooh, ooh, I did ooh. hear it. Good job. It just keeps me hanging on. Then it, it breaks down, right? Oh, oh, go on, man. Yeah. You like that, Cappy? I like those moves. And I'll tell you something. As you're losing a couple of LBs. Seven and a half pounds in two weeks. 
by just watching calories. The Lose It app that Corporate Greg set up for me. It works. Yeah. I wish I would have just really started counting calories a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Although we got Prime Pizza, our friends over there, delivering a few pies because we got producer Jorge, we got Carlo Saisu, Cody, the whole team. We're working all night for the Mandy Awards. How many pies do you order? Three. But Three those are pies. big pies. Three pies. Yeah. Big pies. So that means you can't steal one and take it home with mm-hmm. you or whatever. Well, if we may be bringing one back with us, depending okay. on how much okay. is eaten. I mean, those are expensive, and it's coming out of my wallet, Jack. See what kind of guy I am? I'm not like you. What do you mean you're not like me? You're exactly like me. No. Yes. He did pay for lunch. Oh, that's right. He yeah. did. See? All right, real quick, before we get to uh, whatever we teased, I want to mention Sunday, <laughs> producer Lindsay and I hit up Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. And the reason why I'm bringing this up, we had a lovely time. I hadn't been to Disneyland. Oh, that's true. I went in December. What's going on? Oh, I've just uh, seen your... Uh, your your social media post here about last year's Mandy's. No, that wasn't mine. It was the station. Okay, ESPN. So you, can, you can see at ESPN Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Mace's reaction. We have that alternate camera angle to see his reaction when he didn't win host of the year. But I digress. Lindsay and I were talking about what if we all went to Disneyland as a show? Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that's lovely. Would you guys, I feel like you guys would not want, want to do it. I would totally be fine. Would you that. really? But just us. Yeah. No, like, oh, can I get an extra ticket for Rachel? And then two days later, could I get three more for my friend? Oh, f- then four days later, hey, I need five more. No, no it's no. just the no, five just of us. Just the five of us no. plus Josh from social. No, yeah. I was going to say, Hold we on. need a six person because it's weird when it's an uh, you know, odd I, I, number. I was going to invite Dave McMiniman. No, Josh is in. Uh, no, inviting Dave's wrong? Dave's, I feel like Dave. No, but you're that person. You invite 16,000 other people. Okay. So so wait, you you're suggesting the five of us go with a Disney. social media person, okay, and just that's the day. Will you ride all the rides? So are the, there any rides you won't ride? Due to anxiety issues, there are some rides, but I will say, Lindsay pushed me to rides that I wouldn't. I would have kind of said, "Ow." Ah, I didn't we, push you. I just tried to, you know, persuade you a little. Be like, "Oh, you should give it a try." And I she helped you. I wasn't a jerk it. about it. What if I give you a little pixie dust before we get in there? I don't think that makes it better. No, you Cap, it so? doesn't. You don't think it's going to make it any better? <laughs> Here, this will fix your anxiety. <laughs> why is, Cappy, why is my heart pounding out of my chest? All right, how about this? I have a question about this Disney trip for the for the six of us. Dad, by the way, it would probably be like Christmas time when it's I was going to you know, say, when it's you cooler. guys... Uh, you yeah. guys we, like, can, we can take the picture underneath the Christmas tree? Yeah, and when it's not so hot. Yeah. yeah. What about, though, like, would this crew be willing to... And when the Haunted Mansion is Christmas theme? I love like, that. Santa Claus... So can we get like like park hopper like where we can you're a di- co- go, so go through you're the a line? Disney no, no, you yes. have you have park hopper. No, no. What yes. I mean, let me rephrase. What I mean is like something the fast like, pass. Yes, me and Chris did not wait in line for a single. I will ride. say okay. I didn't. Yeah, you just do it on your phone. I did not handle it. Lindsay's the pro, and she'd be like, "You want to go to Haunted Mansion? We'll be we're, so let's, let's go in yeah, ten minutes." Yeah, you just do it on your phone. Yeah, okay. you do it on your phone. You All get right. a discount on it, bro. Like relax. So crazy. What do you mean discount? You mean we got to pay for stuff? Yes, you pay right, for when that. You, when you go like to the stores. Oh, Lindsay, you were paying for that. When you go to the store. Yeah, it's cheap. Oh, I, I when you go know. to the stores. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. You, if you show them your ID. Yeah. You can you get the Disney discount. discount. Yeah. Yeah. I got like a sixty dollars sweater for like thirty five yeah. bucks. Something right. like that. All also right. all your food and, too. And the food too yes. at the yep. restaurants. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. we're okay. just making people be mad. But yes, Cappy, we'll talk about it off air. Okay. With so we're all willing to go. Everybody's willing to go to Disneyland. Everybody's is everybody in, here in willing the, to in the fall or the you, winter. But yeah. everybody's willing to ride yeah. all the rides? Well, I, uh, some yeah. of them. Some of them. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not going on the teacups. I'm not going on Dumbo. Like I love yeah, Dumbo. Not the little kid. Dumbo's rides. great. We and we gotta wait those. till Phantasmic's back. I, back. Yeah, because it's under construction right now. So I was it's very uh, sad. Pete uh, the Dragon caught on fire. I yeah. will go into the single line. No, we don't need person. to. We don't need to. We don't need to if you just get the, the, the fast, fast pass. pass. Yeah, bro. 
What's wrong with you? Dude, it's like $20. You can get it for free. You can pay the $20. Just I don't saying. Know about that. <sighs> but no Rachel. No. How about Sexy Classy? No. No. It's just How about us. Kelly? Nobody. How about Kelly? Just us. Just us. How about the boo? No. Does the boo go? No. How about Chewy? Does Chewy go? Dogs don't go to Disneyland. I mean, they can, but no. But you're the one that invites multiple people. You call Chris later and be like, hey, uh, so, you know, I got this problem, you know, it's, you know, my kids are in town and, yeah, you, know, no, exactly. I, you know, they expect me to go with them to places and, uh, you know, they're in from, one's in from Boise, the other one's from New Orleans. And, right, know. I can't be going to Disney with you guys without my kids. I got to bring my kids. Well, that's not, well, that's not the mind. point. That's, yeah, it's not what we're asking here, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, we make plans. We don't I do mean, stuff. I you mean, so, you know, your just... kids are grown adults at yeah, this point. That's true. Yeah. They're all, all going to be ask... away at college anyway. All right, let me go. ask everybody this question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just say we go in the Christmas area, December time, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the least likely to show of the five? Sedano. We would all show up. Me because of the <laughs> Sedano, scheduling, because yeah. yeah. Christmas time is tough for me scheduling-wise from a work perspective. For NBA. Mm-hmm. But, but if, we'd have to pick like yeah. a day. If we and pick I it out ahead of time. A day where I'm still in LA and not doing a game somewhere. Mm-hmm. And again, that you're in a day you're not doing a game somewhere, Cappy, Mister. I might be doing Westwood One again. Hey, are you really? I don't know. Oh, I'll see. I mean, hey. Jesus. We'll you see. want me? To, let's call Howie Denner. Let's Facetime him. You want to Facetime Howie? Do it. You can't <laughs> Facetime Howie. Do it. He has an Android. <laughs> oh, he has an Android. Yeah, you can't Facetime. No. That's right. Laura knows. Call him on speakerphone, Cappy, and be like, "Hey, am I doing the games or not?" Uh, speaking of uh, games and football games, your boy Dan Campbell mm-hmm. says Jared Goff is better now than he was with the Rams. Yep. Says he's going to do stuff. Actually, you know what? Let's let's hear Man Campbell, as I like to call him. He's a big man. Uh, let's hear what Man Campbell had to say about Goff. What he came from, you know, that's that wasn't the easiest thing. Um, you know, you get traded. What's going on? I thought I was playing pretty good. Maybe I'm not. Is that the perception? So you're trying to find your way with a new staff, uh, new offense. Um, but he just he, he hung in there. And I think what you're seeing is a guy who just uh, put his head down and went back to work and worked on what he could, tried to improve on what he could. And now his confidence is really... It's really grown, and along the way, he's matured as a quarterback. I mean, he's a better quarterback than he was there, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, he's also older. I don't know if it has anything to do with he's a better quarterback or not. I mean, he's just more experienced. Well, as you get a little bit older, as you gain experience, as your body grows, as your uh, knowledge of the game and of the league grows, you should be better. I don't think Dan Campbell is saying anything bad but it kind of sounds like he's trying to tiptoe around it like what he's trying to say is Jared Goff is a better quarterback under my coaching staff right than he was under Sean McVay's coaching staff yeah I agree I think that's a little bit of a shot at Sean oh there's no doubt yeah it gets worse in the second one the second oh it does let's hear the second clip go ahead we ask him to do a lot more in my opinion than uh than what what they were actually doing out there um you know they had a lot of a lot of pretty good pieces out there <clears throat> as well as we know damn good defense all those things but i just feel like i know from speaking with him and then a, a lot of the thing and watching him really over the last 2 years um, i just feel like we we uh, you know we ask him to uh, we put a lot of things on him let, let, where I, i'm not so sure that was ultimately uh, what what they were doing. Now, he started strong, and then he started to stammer a little towards the end, like realizing that he had stepped in it a little bit. Because here's what he said. He said, I've talked to Jared a lot. And so what he means by that is, is that Goff has told him the horror stories of what it was like for Jared Goff, from his perspective, 
for playing for McVay and the Rams. Which, by the way, is a bunch of bull crap because Jared Goff was a freaking bust before Sean McVay got there. Sean, he should be thanking his lucky stars Sean McVay arrived with the Rams when he was there. You are so over-exaggerating. Listen, the beginning of his career, he's a number one overall pick. He's expected to start right away. He's got a coach in Jeff Fisher that would not play he's him. He's not right a bust. Away. He wasn't a bust. No, when he was Jeff not Fisher. a bust. Dude, Marcellus Wiley, Keyshawn, all these guys who played in the NFL yeah. were in this room. Yeah, but it was okay. one year. Yeah, and they were all saying this kid stinks. He's never going to be able to play well, they, unless he gets someone that can actually that can handle him. And then he did. Turns out, turns out that's right. Right. But, but hold on a second. Bust. He had Bustola written all over him. But here, but here's the thing. What you just said is he's going to be a bust if he doesn't get somebody who can coach him. The Jeff Fisher coaching staff did not coach Jared Goff in year one to any success. Then McVay comes in. He's an offensive Saved guy. Saved his career. Saved his career. I don't think so. I mean, it's only year two of Bust. his career. Bustola. Well, that's what you say. Dude, but but well, when, he you're was, number one, when you're he, a number one overall pick. He looked lost that first year. Lost. By the way, can I ask you a question? Yeah, lost. Was John Elway lost his first year? Yeah. Right, so was did he? Was, yeah, were people he, saying he was going to be a bust? Right, but yeah, no, nobody said he was a bust. They right. said he was an all timer. No one was saying that about Jared Goff. Right, but people he, were he saying just, he was a unique talent that we'd never seen before. Trust me when I tell you, in John Elway's rookie year, um, he lined up under the guard. I know that's right. So what I'm saying is, is that guys generally struggle early in their careers. When you are a player who's a number one overall pick, and your coaching staff doesn't want to start you because they don't want to play a rookie quarterback, and then when you finally play. Team's not very good, you're not very good, and the coaching staff gets fired right away. So was Jared Goff a bust? I don't think so in year one. He was going to be. But he wasn't. But if McVay doesn't show up, he's not. He's a bustola. How do we know that? You're I mean, welcome, that's, Sean. That's all it is. Just buttering up. Yeah. And by the way, I'm with Dan Campbell. Jared Goff is better under that coaching staff for well, a variety of reasons. He's more experienced. Right. But he's also better because he's not being micromanaged by Sean McVay. Well, but he was micromanaged by Sean McVay because he was a complete unmitigated disaster his rookie season. But Sean McVay wasn't there his rookie season. Right. But my point is they saw what they had to work with and they had to mold him that way. Sean McVay was a micromanager because he was an overbearing guy who had his first opportunity to be a head coach and he had a very young quarterback. The difference between when Jared Goff left and when when Matt Stafford took over, there was an innate trust between sure. McVay I, and a veteran agree quarterback. On that. Yes. And there's no McVay never trusted Goff. Right. And now, Goff is with a coaching staff that goes, he's a veteran, he's been around, he knows what he's doing, and what he's is a good he? player. And he's a middle of the pack. Thank you. 10 to 17-ish right. kind of quarterback. That's what he is. Who might be, ele- be able to elevate into that 6, 7, yeah. 8 range if yeah. the Lions make it to the postseason. And you know what he is at times? Don't. Reckless. Oh, come on. Just like you. All right, coming up next. That's why I like him. <laughs> and he's got a smoking hot Ooh, girlfriend. We got juicy hot Laker rumors. Juicy and hot, Laker rumors. All right, Both combined. That's coming up next.